Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Fantastic Sarah Fraser show phone pop it. If you want a pillow to support the show with my face on it or with TSFS, perfect sofa pillow, perfect office pillow, great for back support, adorbs, and you get to support the show. Amazon.com slash merch slash the Sarah Fraser show. Welcome to a new episode. TLC talk, tons to get to. A welcome to Plathville family member has a new girlfriend. We're learning more about Janelle's ex-husband, Adam. If you weren't even familiar that Janelle was married, it doesn't pop up often, but it's been resurfacing because of the sister wives drama. And is Kalani from 90 Day Fiance, and of course, you know, most currently, last resort, Preggers. We got a lot to get to. Let's start with Welcome to Plathville. New season is out, season five. I hear it's doing okay. Okay. Um, you know, there the previews were juicy in that the family is fighting. You know, you obviously have the Plath family, but the previews were not so juicy in that are we going to see Kim Plath's DUI arrest? Did they bring cameras back up? Olivia's brother passed away in Virginia earlier this summer. He was tragically riding his bicycle on the side of the street and was hit by a car. Uh, Even before that, he had a form of cerebral palsy. And she hadn't spoken to him for years because Olivia and her sister Lydia, who you saw last week, who I love in the mix, by the way. Lydia, I feel like is going to, oh, she's going to give it to, uh, Lydia is going to give it to Olivia, I feel like, like. In a way that the family doesn't. Because the family's against Olivia Plath currently, right now. But she hadn't seen her brother in a couple of years. They've all been estranged because of their religious background. And by the way, I didn't realize this, but Olivia Plath's family, it's so fascinating because Olivia Plath has been on my podcast a couple of times. And she'd always said, you know, Kim Plath 
absolutely wanted to be famous. And Kim Plath had really plotted for years. She had the kids in a band, kind of like the Jackson 5, had tried a lot of things before I believe she pitched to a production company in Georgia about the family. And the big hook was, you know, the kids that they have, the eight or nine children that the Plaths have, um, I actually think it's more than that. I think it was like 11. Um, they had never been exposed to modern day things. So it was almost like this olden times family were going into their lives, right? And they get the show. But the Meggs family, so Olivia Meggs is her maiden name. They also had a documentary called American Family Revival, The Meggs in 2019. Um, Excuse me, I'm going to be looking for that. I will give you a full review. I will find that. Lydia Grace Meggs also appeared on the show last week. And the best scene I thought was when the two girls were at the beach in Tampa, Florida. And Lydia says to Olivia, you know, you're a lot like Kim Plath. And Olivia was like, fuck you. I mean, like, <laughs> that's when you knew, right? It was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is striking a chord. So hopefully we're going to see more of Lydia Grace. Is Lydia Grace moving to Minneapolis with them? Kind of seems like that. And of course, her other brother, uh, Micah Meggs. Um, oh, sorry. Micah was the sadly the brother that passed away. Her other brother that's on the TV show, he also got a DUI. Are we going to see him get the DUI? I mean, lots gone on in this family. Lots gone on. In other news, the very hot, the very sexy Micah Plath. Because when you do, when you start doing all the research, Olivia Plath's family, because they were uh, Olivia Meggs, you know, her maiden name. The Meggs family and the Plath families, the reason they all got together is because they practiced the same religion and the same sort of hardcore. <sighs> Lord, the, couldn't, the kids couldn't have an iPad or anything, you know, or a Coca-Cola. Because they were going straight to hell. Now, I guess they skipped the lesson about DUIs because they've, they've all kind of had some DUIs in the past. Um, did we skip over that one? Anyway. Micah Plath now has a new girlfriend. She's gorgeous. Would we expect anything less? I mean, he's so hot. Doesn't look like he's really living in Los Angeles anymore. I, you know, I guess he comes out here occasionally for work. But he posted on his Instagram story this week how it started, how it ended, He's in a fishing boat. It's beautiful and sunny. Then he's in a convertible, looks like a Jeep, top down, with Veronica Peters. Well, who's Veronica Peters? She's a South Florida luxury real estate agent. She's followed by Lydia Plath. Not by anybody else in the family. Interesting. Um, and Veronica's a cute blonde. She looks a lot like um, Olivia Plath. Like, they all sort of have that, you know, that blonde Norwegian uh, Swede look. So there she is, everybody, and it looks like they are together. They certainly looked very loved up. Um, oh, in other news, by the way, if you want to go see Shauna Ray from I Am Shauna Ray, um, you can meet the entire family. They are doing a Sunday, September 24th at McGuire's of Bohemia in Smithtown, um, Bohemia, New York, on Smithtown Avenue. There you go, if you want to see the entire um I am Shauna Ray family. She looks good, by the way. I did a whole thing on my TikTok. She's gotten like a makeover. Girlfriend looks older. She's only like 24 years old. But she like really, she got a shorter haircut. I feel like she's trying to look older, more mature. She's trying to attract that man. Get it, Shauna Ray. And she's getting ready to launch her clothing line. Like, girl is busy. Um, okay, what else? Let's see. Is there anything else going on? I mean, uh, there isn't a lot going on with Welcome to Plathville. It's very fascinating season. And I don't know what this means. I need to dig in more to the ratings, but I don't feel like there's a lot of buzz about this show anymore, and I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure if Sister Wives, because it's such a behemoth, if it's overshadowing some of these other shows, also, Last Resort has been a big hit for them. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to have brought the heat I feel like I thought it was going to. We'll see. Let's switch gears to 90 Day before the 90 Days. Another huge hit for them. Another show everybody is watching. Um, we've seen the previews. This coming Sunday night is going to air part one of the 90 Day Fiance Tell All with my girl, Sean Robinson. 
Apparently, we're going to get some answers if Jasmine has a sex tape with her ex, Dane, and when it was shot. Are you all on the edge of your seat for that? Neither am I. Jasmine, like, clapped back at some uh, trolls this week who were like, ugh, are we going to have to see you on TV again? And she was like, oh, somebody said, actually, you know, I hope you never come to the United States. And she was like, keeping mean while I travel the world and you will get karma while I'm being happy. I don't know. They drive me so crazy. I know. I, and, and honestly, I really, I have, I, I, you know, I try to always put myself in the position of fans as a fan first, because that's what I am. And then, you know, I'm a broadcaster. So a lot of these individuals come on my show. So I try never to be too hard on people because they are also getting edited by producers to look a certain way, right? Like Jasmine and Gino to me are that stereotypical, she's a Latina, like spicy woman, He's sort of the sugar daddy, but he's also a diva. I mean, they sort of have that traditional like fight, break, fight, fight and makeup. I mean, they do, and yet like he doesn't really like sex and can't stay hard. So it's that's a whole nother thing. But anyhow, they're one hundred percent still together. You know, they're, they've been cast now for ninety day fiance, the full season. Um, I guarantee her visa has probably come through. She's going to be coming here to the United States. She's going to be living in Michigan. I saw a very funny meme of somebody like of her crying in Michigan where it's snowing and her being like, Gino, I want to move to Florida. I hate it here. And like how much, how much she hates Michigan. I mean, I got news for her. It's a lot different than Panama. You know, my husband is from uh, West Bloomfield, Michigan. I go back all the time. I love Michigan, but it's only sunny like two months out of the year. Okay. The rest of the time, it certainly doesn't look like Panama. Uh, so, you know, they're still annoying everybody. I mean, the most interesting thing about that couple, I, I, I honestly, I didn't even read the recap. You know, I, I obviously the teaser I'm telling you about, so you'll be prepared for the tell all if you missed it. The hottest thing about this couple all week was a 90 day fiance account. Let me give them credit. I want to shout them out because I loved it. They found an old picture of Gino from back in the day when he had hair and worked out. I mean, he was hot, like in his twenties, like. It was hot. Let me find it. I was like, oh, I get it now. I get why she's with Gino. The um, 90 Day Fiance update. I'm like, oh, my God, good for you guys. And now I know why, like, she's fighting for him. Like, oh, okay. So hot. He's so hot back in the day. You should definitely go to my TikTok at the Sarah Fraser show and check out that photo. It's hot. Um... Okay, we've, you know, we wrapped up. It was the finale this past Sunday of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. A lot of people are making predictions of who's going to stay together and who's not. The only, Gino and Jasmine are 100% together. Misha and Nicola, Nicola proposed without a ring, y'all, without a ring. Which actually, I have to give him credit because Misha has such style. He wanted her to pick out the diamond, which she does in the episode, and that was actually a smart move because she's very stylish and classy. I mean, no one has figured out, again, why they're together. He's He's been here in the United States on and off for quite a while. I mean, they're very much still together and probably getting married. I think it's their Catholicness that's going to keep them going. And his family, I thought, fawned over her. Why wouldn't they? Like, she's the hottest thing that that's ever happened to him. I mean, the guy's a 46-year-old virgin. I mean, again, I don't know, like hats off to you if you're a virgin I think it's so great I just I don't know you know I lost mine when I was 16 and now I regret not having more hot sex you know what I mean you know don't you look back after you're married you're like God, I should have got so much more dick the wait is over that's right season five of the Kardashians is here just when you thought life couldn't get any faster they're punching it up into overdrive Chris Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 
minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. But anyway, Misha and Nicola, Nicola has not had a lot of, has had no Putang. So he is ready to go, I guess. Um, and fine with Misha. Although Misha is like, he'll never get better. So they're going to stay together. Jasmine and Gino, 100% together. Uh, Statler and Dempsey uh, together for now. Uh, I give those to another year and then it's toast. R- Riley and Violet are never going to stay together, but we're, apparently going to get to the bottom of these alleged pregnancy rumors. Now, there's a lot going on on the internet because, you know, Violet dropped on Riley that she's pregnant. Well, Riley is on a medication where he, like his sperm is supposed to absolutely not work. Now, is there like a 0.01% chance that his sperm could work? Yeah. But he gets back to the United States. She drops that she's preggers. Now she wants to get married when she wouldn't even let Riley say that he loved her. She seemed to like reject him the whole time. A lot of people think it's a big scam and we will see if in fact, um, if she's pregnant. I mean, the other thing that Riley explains in the episode is she's reluctant to go to the doctor. I mean, the whole thing, I I guess, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm curious what fans think though, because why is she trying to lock him in now when it was so obvious he was like so into her from the jump like she could have locked him in and gotten so much money from the beginning like why did she wait till he left I don't know I guess maybe because she's so unattracted to him that she's thinking maybe he's a sucker and he'll marry me over the internet and then I'll hardly have to see him good strategy good strategy but we're going to get answers on that. You know, Statler and Dempsey are moving in together. Statler is going to be moving to England, which is what she wanted all along. Dempsey asks her at the end of the episode. Going to be very curious to see what they have to reveal, if anything interesting at the tell-all. Rosvon and Amanda, you know, it ended well with Amanda's apology and Rosvon saying, like, I love you. You're my worst enemy. I don't think it's ever going to work. He really wants to come here and become a model. And I do feel like this is a situation where he is going to come here He's going to hang with Amanda as long as he needs to until he can become a green card American citizen and then he's done. I just, I don't see them as a match. He's so sweet. I mean, he's the runaway star really of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. He seemed much sweeter, I think, than people anticipated and much more connected. Now, this is what irritates me about the preview of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Day Tell All. They're like letting Rosvon and Amanda get into it with Christian and Chloe. Like, uh, you know, like it's it's become a theme with these tell-alls where they let the other couples sort of attack and go after other couples, which is great because it keeps Sean Robinson from like Sean isn't the bad guy, you know. Um, but it's just like it's just so contradictory. It's like people in glass homes. Are we throwing houses? <laughs> are we throwing stones? Our homes. Whatever. But apparently they're going to really get into it. Rosvon and Amanda. Now, we know Amanda, she can get into it. She was arrested down in Florida several years ago. This was before she was even married to her first husband. All over a guy. So, uh, bitch is not above getting down and dirty. Christian and Cleo, there is no way these two are going to be together. He leaves her with his sweatshirt as like, I'll be back. I mean... How, like, what are we, 14? I I can't, and then he quotes Casablanca, which is like right up Chloe's alley, so that's like fine. But the movie Casablanca. But I'm so, I'm just like, oh my God. He, like, I think he fetishizes her so much because she's trans and that's it. Like, he loves the fetish. I mean, I'll give him this. You know, there has to be something because I don't think you'd put yourself on national TV just for a fetish. However, I don't know. People... 
have done crazier things. But I, I find it hard to believe that those two are going to make it. And apparently we're going to learn more about what's been happening and transpiring between the two at the reunion. So there you go. We got a lot to get to. Um. Oh, going back to Sister Wives. Oh, and Kalani, the rumor, the Sister Wives rumor and Kalani. Um, Kalani is not pregnant, by the way. I got roped into clicking on some damn blogs this week about, is Kalani pregnant? Is Kalani pregnant? No, bitch ain't pregnant. And, you know, she's not with Asuelo. Like, Asuelo, no. Okay? Asuelo's with a whole other woman. But, and so is Kalani. And it's not winter, you know? Because, I mean, because, like, Chantel from the family Chantel comes out all the time and she's like, winter ain't with Asuelo. Don't be spreading those rumors. Winter didn't give his ash thrush. I don't know. They looked down and dirty when they were all hanging down in the keys. Um, and, you know, one woman's trash is another woman's treasure. I got to really think about these sayings today. I'm like, one woman's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> I got to really, I got to really think about these. But Kalani is not pregnant. I fell for it. And no. She is not pregnant. You know, she wants to have another child. She wants to have a daughter because she has such a close relationship with her own mother. She has two boys. She says the boys are hell on wheels. Obviously, we see them. We saw them at last resort. Um, And she does want to have a daughter, and she'd like to have a daughter in the next year. She's dating a whole new Samoan man. I believe he is of Samoan descent. He's so sexy. So sexy. I'm like, of course she wouldn't go back to Asuelo. I just, Asuelo doesn't do it for me but what do I know Cody Brown and Robin two big pictures trending today and that is Cody and Robin in Phoenix Arizona out with their kids the the children that Cody and Robin have together uh they were at a home goods TJ Maxx and an In-N-Out burger these pictures are going like everywhere everybody has commentary about them that these guys are on a shopping spree because they're getting so much hate online um I don't really think so. And then people are saying they're dirt, they're so broke now they're at Home Goods. Really? I think like a ton of millionaires shop at Home Goods. Sorry. Like, okay, Bethany Frankel. And you all know, like, I have a love hate relationship with Bethany Frankel. But I mean, bitch has been shopping at TJ Maxx forever. Like, rich people shop at TJ Maxx. But the internet is like, they're so broke. They have to go to Home Goods. Like, do you really see Robin? Like, Okay, Robin and Cody like to buy things like motorcycles and, uh, you know, apparently they have very high-end taste for artwork. But, I mean, nothing Robin has ever worn or their house doesn't scream Bergdorf's to me. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I'm sorry, like, bitch ain't rolling out with a Chanel bag that we've seen. And she didn't look like she was rocking Chanel at in an out Burger. She looked like she'd walked from the testimonial set of Sister Wives right on to the old in and out isn't that so bad? I live in California too. And I have, I, I went to an in and out years ago in Vegas, but do you know, I have lived here for a year and a half and I have not been to an in and out. Isn't that terrible? They're really good, right? I feel like people always do the reviews and they're like, oh, it's the best. Not really a fast food girl. So I don't think I'll be wowed. Um, the other thing that's trending again is Janelle Brown. People are going, why don't we know more about Adam Barber? Adam Barber was Janelle. And they're also like, yeah, Janelle, you've, you're already like, girl, you're up to speed on this divorce thing. Because, you know, they're all like, Robin was divorced before. They're all, I, I just, I can't stand like the hip, the hypocrisy of, and, and I know like the plural marriage thing is more about having sister wives, having these women and a big family and you're a mom to all these kids. I mean, clearly it doesn't work, but. An A for effort. You know, I always love when people try things, social experiments. I mean, usually it doesn't work. But, you know, sometimes it does. Look at modern medicine. You had to play around with a lot of things. We're still playing around with it, but it's getting better. So Adam Barber is the brother of Mary. Um, and longtime fans, of course, know this. But Janelle was married, you know, to Cody in 1993. But prior to that, she had a short-lived marriage in 1988 with Adam. Now, little is known about Adam. He doesn't even have a social media presence. The last time fans probably saw Adam was when um, Mary, you know, uh, invited Adam to come to the closing of Lizzie's Heritage Inn, the bed and breakfast that she owns that's been um, in her family for generations and generations. The Brown family wasn't exactly wild about that, but... You know, Adam is the ex-husband of Janelle. They never had any children together. I think I said that. And um, 
I don't know if we're going to find out more during this process, but God, I, I got to like do some investigating on this, this show. Like I would love to have Adam Barber on. Like what was Janelle like back in the day? You know, like I need Robin's ex-husband on. What was Rob Dog like back in the day? You know, allegedly he was abusive. I don't know if we want to talk, uh, you know, there's all kinds of rumors, but anyhow. Um, all right. Gets you up to speed on all things TLC, which I love. You know, every single Monday throughout the Sister Wives season 18, I am doing a special episode. I think I'm going to do it for 90 Day Fiance season 10 because it's so huge. It's so huge. In fact, I was actually invited. I'm so depressed. I'm not going to be able to go next weekend to a cast party. Oh, maybe I should go to this. I might have to go. Um, TLC had actually invited me to the 90 Day Fiance party. Now I'm sort of thinking I should fly to New York for a night and go. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two zero. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating. And today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Because I could report the whole thing back to you. I might. All right. I might. Anyway, I think I might do this, a recap show for 90 Day Fiance, the new season two. But if you missed it, I'll tack it to the end of today's episode. Uh, Sister Wives, a full breakdown of everything that happened on Sunday night's season 18, episode five of Sister Wives happening right now. All right. Bye, everybody. Oh my God, Sister Wives, like, okay, it's finally getting good. Like, it's getting good. Now I understand why the show is, like, number one beyond any Housewives show. I get it. I get it. You guys were right. I just had to hang in there. Uh, This is the review, and of course, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched yet, we are reviewing right now Sister Wives, Season 18, Episode 5, When the Going Gets Tough. 
and it is I have never been on because you know when I watch these episodes for you guys I and of course so many of you what I love is my audience is the smartest audience out there um you know you guys pick up on things like I don't even see right Robin's artwork in the background of her house being you know Vladimir Kush which is a very well-known Russian artist and his paintings sell anywhere from 5,000 to $30,000 a painting and our Cody and Robin hiding money from the other women you guys are so smart you you see so many things but I've never taken so many notes on my phone because I do take notes throughout the episodes of things to talk about. So last night, we finally even more because, you know, the first couple of episodes, we're playing catch up to crap we already know. OK, in real time, in real time, we know Mary, Robin or Mary, Christine, Janelle should be Robin have left Cody. OK, we know that we know Mary has moved back to Utah to run her family bed and breakfast that's been in the family for a hundred years. And that's what we see at the end of last night's episode in episode five. Uh, Mary is nervous about telling Robin that she is leaving Arizona for good and she is going back to Utah, right? All the other women have left. But last night got into the underweeds were post-Christmas um, and really set the scene. The scene is set because Robin and Mary are sitting outside that damn house, which I think is, I don't think it's Cody and Robin's house. I think it's a house that Mary rented. Although everybody says it's like, I think, no, yes, it is Cody and Robin's backyard. They won't let anyone in because of COVID protocol, including Mary. But the episode is really set around the depths of why this family unit has fallen apart. And and also where Janelle stands, because Janelle is the latest person at the forefront of having a conflict with Cody. And Janelle doesn't really know where she stands. Uh, you know, she, this is the only part that gets me, because I'm a huge fan favorite now of Christine and Janelle. And I take it back. At first, all summer, people were saying they're going to get a spinoff. I was like, ain't no way in hell them girls are getting a spinoff. I think now they could actually get a spinoff, 110%. They're more entertaining Seeing Janelle's weight loss journey, Christine's weight loss journey, her getting married, I think they actually could. But Janelle is like on this whole thing about her religion and plural marriage. Mind you, you know, we all know Janelle has been divorced before. Janelle was married to like Mary's brother or cousin. This is how incestuous this whole thing is. And why people don't make a bigger deal about that, I have no idea. Um... But if you guys recall, everybody knows this. Janelle is known for being married to Cody, but she was previously in a short-term relationship with a man named Adam Barber. Longtime fans know Janelle got married to Cody on January 20th of 1993. Um, but sh- this ain't the first time. So, so now our girl Janelle, if she finds somebody else, is going on her third relationship. She was married to Mary's brother, Adam, who she had been with since 1988. It took years for Janelle to join the Brown family, but she finally did in 1990, shortly after getting divorced from Adam. When they finally got married, Janelle had six kids with Cody. However, Janelle and Adam did not have any children while they were married. It's interesting to me, isn't it to you guys? It all kind of comes back to Mary, and yet they hate Mary, (laughs) right? I mean, Cody's best friend, the guy that was in the last episode, uh, who, you know, he was married to Mary's like uh, that or he's like Mary's cousin they're all connected to like Mary's family it's very bizarre yet they don't really like Mary and Mary's storyline is literally almost like completely in the background so Janelle doesn't know where she stands with Cody and you know she, she goes on this thing about plural marriage and it takes a while to be released from a divorce. Well, first of all, sister, you ain't married to him anymore either. He's legally married to Robin Heller here in the United States. I know it's hard to believe it like overshadows plural marriage, but you only are married to one person. I mean, it's just it's so stupid to me that they still like abide by these plural or even that's even in the back of their head when they haven't been really living plural marriage in years. They haven't been abiding by it. I think they all stopped going to church like several years ago. It's really, really dumb. So anyway, Janelle doesn't know where she stands. But we, of course, in real time know she's gone. They're separated. The other big storyline from last night is Cody hadn't seen his daughter Savannah. And, of course, we know he's estranged currently from some of his boys. 
for quite a while, Savannah is not given a Christmas gift. And Cody says, well, yeah, I mean, I'll get around to giving her a Christmas gift. You know, it's first of December. Will it be on Christmas? No. It's middle of January. He still hasn't given it to her. But he goes, oh, at some point I will. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I, I, you know, it's, it's like, I feel like what we're, what we're doing now is rehashing all the resentments that these women have towards Cody, right? And Robin, clearly Robin. And the thing I find most contradictory about this show is, you know, it, it isn't new to these women, although they do say over the years, once Robin was introduced to the family, Cody definitely changed. Well, Robin was introduced to us season one, right? So for 18 seasons, we've known Robin and we've seen just the continual narcissism of Cody. And, you know, a lot of people feel like Robin is a manipulator, has no heart. I mean... I, I don't see that as much. I see a woman in this episode who, like, Mary doesn't even want to tell her she's moving away because Mary's like, yeah, I feel like she's going to really hate the fact she's got to deal with Cody on her own. Like, I feel like Robin is much more like the women than they give her credit for, but they're so – and I, I actually, this was the most, I thought, pull the curtain back, the realest we've been on season 18 was when Christine did say – you know, I had jealousy issues with Robin, worked at overcoming them, but then I actually, I wouldn't even be friends with her even if I had it to do over again. That was, the, to me, the most real, pivotal moment, but also a bit hypocritical of this entire season so far, okay? I find Robin, do I find Robin to be clueless? Yes. But I also feel like Robin you know, I know they all say, well, Robin's never lived plural marriage. You know, I think in Robin's mind, though, she has. Like, I have empathy for Robin because I think Robin, you know, and, and like when that whole scene that's that's kind of been trending online where Cody goes, well, Robin gave me a parking space at her home in Las Vegas and an office. So that's why I was there more because I could easily park and then I was up in my office. I wasn't spending time with Robin. I mean, what's Robin supposed to do? Kick him out? Tell him to go to the other sister wives' homes? I mean, maybe they do that in plural marriage, but it's not like if he didn't want to leave Robin, what's Robin supposed to do? Call up the other women? Look, I'm trying to get his ass out and go over to your house. I mean, I think this is pretty much driven by Cody, who is madly in love with Robin. Hands down, you guys are right. And he does want to live a monogamous marriage with her, even though later on this season we're going to see them audition and I do call it auditioning because I don't even believe it's real. Auditioning a new sister wife. So we we that was like section two of this show was, you know, let's go back, Savannah and Cody. You know, I wrote in my notes, I found this I find this show frustrating because isn't, you know, Cody's behavior is not new to these women. And certainly plural marriage isn't all the downsides of it. So I mean, I again I know they're over it, especially Christine is like way over going to therapy or talking about it. But I would love to have like other women, see other women in plural marriages where they married to narcissistic men, like get together with Christine and Janelle. I feel like it's a, the show is a little isolated because a lot of the kids aren't on it regularly. Um, I, you know, I want to see some outside experts or Christine and Janelle go away on a trip and get hammered. Like I do want to see... This is what I like about Welcome to Platteville. I predicted it, you know? Welcome to Platteville. We all started out as religious. We weren't drinking Diet Cokes. You know, tequila was the devil. And now we all drink tequila shots. Kim and Barry are separated. Barry's, like, probably doing steroids. Kim's fucking everybody that walks down in Cairo. I mean, they given us what we want, which is, like, hello, cracks are, like, that whole lifestyle is just so impossible for people to live this, like, crazy religious it never works. I mean, it never works on these TV shows. I like it. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. So... The other thing that was really frustrating is, again, we go back to this Christine going, you know, Robin's at fault because Robin got involved in all the kids wanting to get together and exchange Christmas gifts. But once Robin got involved, there was a moment in the text messages where it was very clear there was a divide between Cody and Robin. But again, we don't see those text messages. I'm irritated with, you know, two things with production of this show. One, that they continue to let scenes happen, which again they did last night, where people are not properly mic'd up and they're shot on a fucking cell phone for a multi-million dollar show. And the other thing is, and I get this twofold, because I do think Christine and Cody and Robin and Janelle and Mary are at the point, they probably have leverage in negotiating what's going to be shot, what's not going to be shot, which is why we don't go inside Cody and Robin's house very often. But, and they, they probably basically said to production, no, we're not showing you the text messages. It's just irritating. I think this is the struggle that's happening on Housewives, right? Is they're blowing up a lot of these franchises. They did with New York. They're talking about it with Real Housewives of Atlanta because the women almost beget to be so powerful. They don't want to show certain things anymore. They don't want to be real of what's actually happening in their lives. And so we get this fabricated version. And we are getting a she said, she said version of these text messages because I can't imagine production doesn't want to show them. I have to imagine that these guys have enough power now that they don't have to show them. It's giving me when Heather Gay from Salt Lake City came out with a black eye last season and we never got to the bottom of why she had the fucking black eye. These text messages are my Heather Gay. Maybe it's something about Utah and Salt Lake City. I don't know, but it's really irritating. <laughs> I found the funniest commentary online to be Janelle, or Christine brings Janelle over a giant bead bag that's all wrapped up in plastic. You know, it's being delivered. And a lot of people thought for a moment that it was Cody's body in there and that they were that they were rolling it in the house. <laughs> oh, God, it's so good. It's so good. Um, okay, wait. I also have to know, tell you about what I noticed about Christine's makeup, which is on point. And like I said, like I, I give Christine credit, but also there's no way Robin can win. Um, let me thank a sponsor, though. You guys, thank you for listening. Thanks to the hundreds of thousands of people that listen to this show every single month. I have amazing sponsors like Horizon Fibroids. Ladies, if you're dealing with fibroids, fibroids can be so bad. Oftentimes, women are getting iron injections every month or getting blood transfusions because they're losing so much blood from their fibroids. Even if your fibroids are not that extreme, oftentimes your OBGYN will tell you the only way to truly get rid of fibroids is a hysterectomy. And that's not true. Get a second opinion. Go to horizonfibroids.com. They accept almost all insurance. And if you don't live in the Maryland area where they have three locations, you can do a telehealth meeting with Dr. Will Neem. He's a top fibroid doctor in the country. He's known for uterine fibroid embolization, a low downtime surgical procedure that has been around for almost 20 years. If you qualify for it, it can get rid of your uh, fibroids without getting hysterectomy. Go to horizonfibroids.com. Also, if you want to advertise with the Sarah Fraser Show, we would love to work with you. Email the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com for rates. 80% of my audience is female. If you want to reach an audience that's incredibly engaged, incredibly smart, amazing women between the ages of 25 and 45, the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. Christine seems to be the only one with a hair and makeup artist. Um, you know, Mary's gotten a lot of flack for that this season. Like, how are they letting Mary go on camera without hair and makeup? I give it to Christine. She's single when a lot of this was filmed or had just met David. And obviously we see at the end of episode five last night that J Christine has reached out to a matchmaker. Now it's getting good. Like, I want to see these women move on. I want to see their weight loss journeys, even if it is with Plexius, that tea that once you're off it, you're going to gain all the weight back. I want to see them, like, I want to see them move on with their lives. Like, go to Mexico, party, um, 
interview other like plural women that have left like what are their lives like have they gotten better um but christine's hair and makeup on point girl you look so good i love your hair and makeup artist you look fantastic and i appreciate where christine is i like that we're seeing the women at all different stages i do appreciate that you have christine who's over it and still seems angry you have janelle that's like sort of the pacifist and is sad to be leaving plural marriage but also knows she needs to leave cody you have mary who has been like just the, a doormat for years i mean hopefully finding her strength and like leaving and going to do something strong on her own and I mean, Christine makes an awesome point at the end of the episode last night that Cody strung Mary along for years. And he did. I mean, he said, how many seasons has that man said, Mary and I are friends. I don't even need to be married to Mary anymore. If she left, it would be fine. I mean, this man is like basically told her to her face over and over, like get the fuck out. And she's hanging on because, I mean, clearly Mary's entire family are like old school, you know, plural marriage polygamists. So... She's so, it's so ingrained in her. I think you, you have so many generations of it. I love. And then you have Robin that, you know, I think does want to live plural marriage because she wants to be able to get rid of Cody, even if it's for a couple days a week, but she doesn't see, like, I think she doesn't see how much Cody is into Robin and not into the other women. I love all the degrees that where we're at, like all the different perspectives, but I will say this. I mean, I thought it was so real, but so telling. Christine never liked Robin, right? It's so obvious. And there's a scene that's trending from several seasons ago where they'd all gone to therapy and then Christine makes, um, Robin is pregnant with Solomon. And Christine goes, I'm bringing her basically a truce gift because she came into this family. I've been very jealous from her. You know, Christine has been jealous of Robin from the start. It's so obvious, right? And I get it. Like I, I could see it season one when they brought Robin was just she was a hot young thing she knew what she was getting like you could tell that he was mesmerized from the start and I would have been like I wouldn't have been down for it either when it was Mary Christine Janelle you're pretty much on equal playing field like you were so I, I get it but Christine never cared for her and it's so obvious and she really says it last night and she contradicts herself I think because she you know people are like Robin's like I want to know how this family broke down and maybe Christine has said to Robin's face look I'm sorry I just I never really liked you from the start I just everything changed when you came in I guess they have they have said that but I think it's deeper for Christine and I think we felt that last night because at one point Christine goes you know like at times I should have been friends with her but you know what if I had to do over again I never would have been a friend if I'm being honest with you, I never would have been her friend because I never trusted her. Okay, if you don't trust somebody, you don't like them. All right? You you have never liked Robin from the start. Ever, ever, ever. And I don't think you can blame Robin for that. I don't think it's anything Robin particularly did. Do I think it's something Cody did? Yes. And Cody has zero accountability and is an excellent gaslighter and deflector. And a lot of it comes back on Robin. I, I give Christine credit for saying, I thought that was like the truest thing that, that's been said on the show so far this season is Christine just saying, I never liked her. I never trusted her. And Christine, you can tell, wants nothing to do with Cody and Robin ever again. Like she's done. And their kids too. And this brings me to a question for you guys. So at the also at the end of this episode, Christine is planning her 50th birthday party. And did I miss this? Or who is the guy, who's the celeb crush of Christine's? That the kids have literally made, put his face on a blanket, put his face on pillows. Um, oh, I know what the contradictory statement was that Christine made. Christine makes this statement in last night's episode where she thought that they, all the families could be amicable in divorcing. But then she says, I've never liked Robin. It's like, girl, you ain't going to be amicable. Like, you don't like Robin. You've been jealous of her. You don't trust her from the start. Like, it, ain't, it wasn't ever going to be amicable. Okay, if you are in a divorced family or a separated family, do, who do you invite to birthday parties? I mean, I thought this was a good discussion too. See, I like it when an episode gets you thinking. Last night, I thought a lot. There's a lot going on in this brain. 
you know, Christine's having her 50th party, and she goes, I'd love to invite Cody's mom. I love a lot of Cody's family members, but I don't want to invite Cody and Robin. I don't want to invite kids in the family. They have 18 children amongst all of them. They're kids I don't want to, I, I, I'm not connected to, I don't want to invite. What do you do when you're separated? I think most families do that, right? I think basically that is when a family separates, right? There's some people you're close to and you invite, others you don't, and some people's feelings are hurt and some people's aren't, right? I would have invited Cody's mom. You put the time in with Cody. You really did. The kids, it's interesting. You're the parent figure, but I know I know so many relationships like that. The parents separate. Some of the kids are invited to certain things. Some of them aren't. I guess they're all adults. What would you? What do you do in your family? Do you invite? If you're from a broken family and you have like step siblings, I don't know. Do you invite the step siblings even if you don't like them? Mm, that's a really good one. Anyhow, many layers. Next week we're seeing Christine Brown. Her kids do not look thrilled that she's hired a professional matchmaker. We see Mary is going to go and tell Robin that she's leaving Arizona and heading to Utah. And she's going to run that Airbnb. Um, so fascinating. It's getting so good. Um, we're seeing more of Janelle leaving. Mary moving on. Robin wants the explanation for why her family ended. It's not going to happen. Although I will say, I would love for them all to get together one last time. You know? Like, that's the thing is, like, there isn't – I want that awkward – awkward scene where Christine and Robin run into each other and like talk one more time or really have it out in a way you know it doesn't have to be super nasty but they really have it out so anyhow I do I do think episode four got good was was better this has been my favorite episode I've really had to think about situations we're moving on I like it I love the commentary about (laughs) the body Cody's body (laughs) um I don't know. You know, I think the women are more interesting. I could do away with Cody. Like, I could have, I could not. I mean, and and Cody's Cody. And people are always saying online, hasn't Cody watched himself in 10 years? No, he hasn't. He hasn't. He doesn't care. All right. Always love your thoughts. Follow me on TikTok at the Sarah Fraser Show. Everywhere social media is. By the way, you see the merch. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. So now you can watch all my episodes, all my hot takes on my YouTube, Sarah Frazier. You'll also see my new merch. I have a pillow you can buy. You can sit on my face. Um, <laughs> okay, maybe that's not the best advertisement. You can lounge with me on your sofa. That's much sexier. I'm a poppet on your phone. Support the show. TSFS t-shirts. More coming. Amazon.com slash merch slash the Sarah Fraser show. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.